Have you been going around the internet looking for the ultimate baseball podcast? Well, you've just found it. On the Dugout Report, we'll cover not only the latest news from across Major League Baseball, but we'll also analyze and break down the hottest games, players, stats, and takes from every aspect of the game, including on the from on the field, in the dug, dugout and clubhouse, from the front office, and so much more. As longtime White Sox broadcaster Ken the Hawk Harrelson would say, Sit back, relax, and strap it down. This is the Dugout Report Podcast with Andrew Caruso. Hello everyone and a very happy Sunday to you, wherever you may be. This is episode 1 of the Dugout Report on this beautiful Sunday, November 28th, 2021. I'm your host, Andrew Caruso. I hope all of you are having a great day. I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving, spending time with family, eating some great food, watching football, and doing other Thanksgiving traditions. I know I'm going to have a great Thanksgiving, and I'm actually recording this podcast on November 21st, 2021, which is a week before this episode is theoretically going to be released. I don't know when it's going to be released, but it's a week before my target date for for release. So I'm actually doing it. I'm doing it today, so I don't have to worry about it next week or during this week when my family is here. I want to be able to spend time with them and not and not have this podcast be a burden on my mind. So, um, yeah, I'm recording this on the 21st. After months and months of planning and discussing, the release date for our first episode is finally here. Word cannot express how excited I am to start producing the show for you all. I hope as time goes by and I, as I produce more content, I hope this show will gain a following, which will help contribute to the wonderful online community made up of baseball fans like you and me. Since this is one of the newest podcasts, that's wishful thinking for now, but it'll happen eventually. Now, since this is the first episode, this will be a shorter introductory episode, so you folks can run a, a bit about my baseball backstory and get to know me better and how I ended up here, producing this podcast for our community. We'll also cover the release schedule, types of ep- the types of episodes, episode length and format, Now you can get involved. We'll also answer some questions that were sent in by listeners like you. But, but before I get into all that, I'd like to thank a few people who've made this moment possible. But even before I get into that, you're probably wondering where you can find me and where you can find and listen and where you can find and listen to the show. As a side note, the show is not sponsored in any way, shape, or form and the, by the companies and platforms I'm about to mention. I'm just acknowledging them because some because this information may be useful for some of you who may want to start your own podcast someday. This podcast was recorded using Soundtrap and is hosted by Anchor. You can find the show on the following platforms, including YouTube and Apple Podcasts, plus maybe SoundCloud. So this list is limited for now, but as time goes by, I'm hoping to expand the show to be available on more platforms. As for social media, you can follow the show on Twitter at DugoutRepPod. That's Dugout, R-E-P, Pod. While you're at it, follow my personal Twitter feed at AndrewCaruso77. Now, let's continue onward by acknowledging some individuals who have inspired me and have supported me on my podcasting journey.
a little bit about myself. I'm currently a sophomore in high school with an aspiration to become a baseball journalist or broadcaster when I'm older, so I see this as a gateway to that goal. Like I said in the intro, this has been months and months in the making. This is the ultimate podcast for everything MLB. I have loved the great game of baseball for as long as I can remember. When I was about four or five, I used to beg my mom to stay up late to watch Yankee games late at night, and I would stay up until my dad Dad came home from work, and then I would have to go to bed. I grew up watching stars on the Yankees like Alex Rodriguez, Derek Jeter, Robinson Cano, Mark Teixeira, Mariano Rivera, and Curtis Granderson, just to name a few. I attended my first baseball game, a minor league game, when I was five years old. I attended my first Yankee game a year later as part of a Father's Day gift from my dad and grandpa. It was September 22, 2012, Yankees vs. Athletics. However, at that time, I sat in one of the fancy clubs at Yankee Stadium. So it wasn't a real game experience, I guess. I guess. My first real game, one with me sitting in the stands, also came at Yankee Stadium on July 26, 2014 against the Toronto Blue Jays. Funny thing is, I still have the sunglasses they, they gave the kids as a promotional giveaway in my trunk drawer. I would say I really started to follow the game when I was 8 or 9. In addition to following all the current players, stats, and teams, I love learning about the history of players and teams of the past. I've been to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York two times, and another plan, a trip is, trip is planned for next summer. I'm an avid baseball card collector, and I got my first baseball card pack when I was 5, and I started to seriously collect when I was 10. My collection is quite massive, featuring rookie cards, cards of Hall of Famers, cards of All-Stars, and more. I will play in the video game MLB The Show on my PlayStation 5 during my spare time. You'll learn about, you'll learn more about my favorite team players and other favorites about baseball during the social media segment, where I had you sending questions on Twitter for me to answer. This is my first go around with podcasting, so there may be some hiccups at first, but I will get better. And your feedback on how I can make this show better will be appreciated all the time. Since this is the first episode, since this is the first episode of the podcast, there are a few people I'd like to acknowledge who were instrumental in helping me get this show up and running. First of all, I'd like to thank my parents for their support in starting our this show. This is it wasn't something I came up with on the fly, as I said earlier. This is something that I've been planning for a few months, and they've been fully supportive of this project ever since I told them of my intentions a couple of weeks ago. Secondly, I'd like to thank a few individuals, including Mike Scudero, who on Twitter, at Mike Scudero, Gabby Hurlba on Twitter, at Gabby Hurlba 10, and last but certainly not least, Jimmy O'Brien, who you might know as John Boy, on Twitter, at John Boy, and at John Boy Media. Each of these folks has a host of popular podcasts within the baseball world. Listening to their respective shows and interacting with them on Twitter really inspired me to be just like them and start a baseball show of my own. So, Gabby, Mike, and or John Boy, if you happen to be listening to the show, I want you to know that you played a big part in why the Dugout Report now exists. Each of you deserves tremendous credit, so I thank you for that. Lastly, I'd like to thank you fans for your tremendous support, tremendous support and kind words. When I announced the creation of the show on Twitter, I never expected to receive the type of reaction and reception that I ended up receiving. Receiving. I'm very humbled by all your support and excited to produce some great content for you. 
everyone. And I would appreciate it if you shared this show with your friends and family. Family. Uh... Family. Now it's now it's time for the social. Now it's time for the. Now it's time. Ooh. Now it's time for information about about the show, including episode format, length, and all that jazz. So that's coming up. So stay tuned. Now, you're probably wondering how often new episodes will be released, the length of an episode, and the typical episode format. Well, those questions are about to be answered, answered right now. This isn't a podcast directed towards one specific team like the Yankees, the Padres, the Blue Jays, the Orioles, or like the Guardians. Guardians. It's a podcast covering all across Major League Baseball. And all 30 teams. So episodes could range in length from anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half. It all depends on how much we have to cover. New episodes will be released every Sunday. Unless otherwise announced in advance on Twitter. During the regular season, we'll cover the top we'll cover the top storyline for the upcoming week. But we'll also cover the top games of the previous week. And previous game matchups during the upcoming week. During the offseason, like as is right now. We'll cover the top storylines of the previous week, and in addition, we'll do other things, such as free agent profiles. Every episode will also have a social media segment. This may include posing a question about something in the game and asking for your thoughts, taking a poll and asking for your thoughts, or there may be some week where I give you the floor and the opportunity to ask me questions. For the podcast, follow the podcast Twitter to never miss out. But since this is a podcast for you, the fan, I want your input. See a story you want me to cover and give my thoughts on? Do you have a, do you have a, do you have my, do you want my thoughts on a trade or signing that happened? Well, you can tweet, tweet all those things at my personal handle. Just so you know, all thoughts expressed on this podcast will be my own and not reflective of any other groups or individuals. Now, I think to cap off the episode, we're going to do a social media Q&A. Now, I asked y'all to submit questions for me on Twitter in a post I put up on the show's Twitter page a few days ago. We only have a few questions, and they all come from Twitter user Anthony, at CoachMarino4HD, who's actually the baseball coach at my high school. He asks, who is your favorite baseball team and why? Who is your favorite baseball team, specific year and specific year team and why? Who is your favorite player? And who is your favorite player not on your favorite team? Thanks for the great questions, Coach. Well, um, I don't, as if I hadn't made, if I haven't made it clear already, I'm a Yankees fan. And the anecdote I gave earlier shows how long I've been a Yankee fan. For about, 
since I was about five years old and I'm 15, so that's four or five years old. So that's about 10, 11 years at this point. So, yeah. Um, as for my favorite baseball team, a specific team, and why, I would say, you know, the two, gotta say, uh, the 2016 Cubs are a favorite, um, the 20, the 1998 Yankees, the 2017 Astros, which I know may generate some controversy among the listening community, so I'm prepared for that, or, you know, even... Even uh, the 2019 Nationals, even. You know, they're... So, uh, what I said, you know, 1998 Yankees, obviously, because they won, won a bunch of game, like 127 combined in the postseason and regular season, which is just absolutely unheard of these days. Uh, you know, and they had great players like Derek Jeter, Scott Brocious, Chuck Knobloch, Tino Martinez... Bernie Williams, and, you know, it, that really started the championship days. Uh, you know, I miss those days, and I'm sure a lot of Yankee fans will. And, in fact, the last time they won a world championship, I was three years old, 2009. So, uh, I'm hoping they win another championship this year. So, that's wishful thinking, though. Um, 20, 20, 2013 Red Sox, another team that I like is, you know, how... They had a great team as well, you know, David Ortiz, John Wester, David Ross, Koji Uihara, Jacoby Ellsbury, rookie Xander Bogarts, and Dustin Pedroia, Mike Napoli, and those guys. But, you know, after, you know, I like that club because they, um, they, uh, they inspired the city of Boston after the Boston Marathon terrorist attacks, and they won the World Series. They had a very successful playoff run that year with definitely the highlight being, I think, the Ortiz Game 2. Game, I think it's Game 2. Correct me if I'm wrong. Game 2 or Game 6, ALCS Grand Slam. You know, I think that that just cements the playoff run. Uh, 27, 2016 Cubs. Uh, another one of my favorites uh, because of, you know, like I said, they had they had good great stars on that team, and I know, like Altu- Jose Altuve, they acquired Justin Berlander at the deadline this year. Uh, you know, um, Berlander, George Springer, Alex Alex Bregman, Carlos Correa, Yuli Gurriel. Uh, you know that team had a lot of it. That team had a lot of people, and. We know Hurricane Harvey devastated the city of Houston, and I think in both the Red Sox and the the Astros scenario, they had they had a champion a tragedy of some type impact their city, and I think that inspired them to uplift the community who is still recovering from the after aftermath of both of those tragedies. So, uh, you know, and that series was a great World Series too against the Dodgers, and it was it went seven games, and every uh, all series that go seven games, in my opinion, are the best series because you never it comes down to those later though even you know it depends on it always comes down to that last game who's gonna win who's gonna be crowned the champion. Uh, lastly, you know the twenty nineteen Nationals were another favorite of mine because you know uh, because of um. Because, uh, 
you know, they, they, in May of that year, they were 19 and 31, I think. And, you know, they didn't look like a playoff team at all. That wasn't a thing. And David, Davey, Dave Martinez, the manager, was at risk of losing his job. You know, I think, you know, but they really tore it up after, you know, from that point on, they really went on a playoff run. You know, I think players like Gerardo Parra, Howie Kendrick, they had Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, and Ryan Zimmerman. Strasburg and Zimmerman got their world's first rings in the only organization they had ever known. So, uh, you know, and also uh, rally, a rally cry like Baby Shark and... Ba- Baby Shark and... Um, Baby Shark and... Like, songs like that. And they really got behind him, so... Uh, just the way they came back from that deficit, it gave a lot of, um, you know, hope. And last, and this wasn't the last team, the 2016 Chicago Cubs. Obvious reasons, they broke the coast curse of the Billy Goat after 108 years. Uh, you know, they came back from 3-1 to one in the 3-1 deficit in the World Series to win it all. Uh, I was, that was the first year I really started to follow the game, and I remember wanting to learn about all the players in the Cubs. I remember following that series pretty intensely, so, uh, so that was my first real baseball memory. I really think, you know, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javier Baez, uh, Dexter Fowler, Wilson Contreras, Lester again, you know, how they came back from the deficit in the World Series really... Uh, I think, and like I said, in both both the national and the and the Cubs cases, I think those are definitely do- worth worth a documentary in a few years down the line. Yeah, and so the last question we have here is, um, who is my favorite player, and who is my favorite player not on my favorite team? So I'm gonna just ta- I'm gonna modify this question a little bit and tell me tell you who my favorite player is on all of all time and uh and who is my favorite player currently so my favorite player of all time is currently Derek Jeter and uh Derek Jeter he was the first baseball jersey I owned and uh you know I remember when I was three years old I asked my mom what I, what will Derek Jeter that was the year I dressed up as Derek Jeter for Halloween and I asked my mom, what do you think, What what is Derek Jeter going to be for Halloween? Uh, you know, it's, that was the year they won the World, that was the year they last won the World Series. And like I said previously, I'm hoping they win it again next year after they fell short this year. Uh, you know, and when I go to, when I go to Cooperstown next summer, you know, I'm looking forward, if I go to Cooper, if and when I go to Cooperstown next summer, I'm hoping, hoping to see Jeter's plaque along with Mark with Mariano's plaque in the Hall of Fame plaque gallery. You know, I'm sure a lot of Yankee fans feel my sympathy, feel the same way. And, yeah. Uh, my favorite player currently not on, cur- not on my favorite team. All, uh, currently and all time, again, currently and all time. So, by all time, I mean a player who didn't play for the Yankees. Uh, you know, my favorite player currently is... Fernando Tatis, you know, I think, I think Shohei Otani, and I think a lot of people would, will agree with me, Shohei Otani, Fernando Tatis Jr., 
especially, you know, they put on historic seasons and they've taken the league by storm, especially especially Shohei. What he, what he put up this past year was something, we, stuff we haven't seen since, you know, Babe Ruth. And he was very much deserving of that MVP award. And um, looking forward to following his career down the line in the future. So, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., I think he has a great swag. He's always a great ambassador for the game and brings a lot of personality uh, to the game. And that's what I like the most about baseball and you know the different personalities you can see on the field. Uh, favorite play, former players, a former player not on my favorite team. I would say, you know, um, I've always been, it's hard to choose, but I think I've always been a fan of, I think, uh, Roy Halladay. I mean, Roy Halladay, I think he's a criminally underrated pitcher. People don't talk about him enough. He put up great numbers, and he obviously threw the perfect game in the no-hitter and a perfect game in the playoffs against with the Phillies and with the Blue Jays. He won a Cy Young, and what happened to him a few years ago, I think it's been four years now, absolutely tragic, just very, very tragic to what happened. So R.I.P. Rip to Roy Halladay, you know. Uh, his induction to the Hall of Fame was well well worth it. His number of retirements in both Philadelphia and Toronto were also well-deserved. His Wall of Fame induction in Philly was well-deserved, too. It's just a shame he wasn't able to witness these kind of moments that a player like him works, every player in MLB works to, to accomplish these types of moments throughout their entire career. So, uh, you know, that's something... That's, that's, so those are the answers to my question. Once again, thank you, Coach Marino, for those great questions. And now, if you want to submit questions for future Q&A segments on the show, make sure you follow, follow, the, follow it on Twitter. Keep your eyes peeled. You never know when, it, when I might do one of these again. I think, we've reached, I think we've reached the end of the episode, so it's time for the outro. So, that concludes the end of episode 1 of the Dugout Report. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Once again, as a reminder, you can find the sh- follow the show on Twitter, at DugoutRepPod, and my personal feed, at AndrewCaruso77. You can find the podcast for now on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and maybe SoundCloud, depending on what I can, what I can manage. Uh, please leave a... Lo- Leave a like, review, and comment on each of those platforms and share this episode episode with your friends. Friends. Thank, thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next week. So long, everyone.